0: You're listening to Radio Primavera Sound, proudly presented by Kupra. Hello and welcome once more to The Weekly Review, a weekly radio show of poor wealth and little taste in which Marvi leads us towards the light and out of my middle-aged hole of mandom. This week on The Weekly Review, we talk about the forthcoming Barbie movie. We review Sona 2023, eviscerate HBO's The Idol, uh, wave the beige flag, and run the critical rule over our album of the week, Jada G's Guy. But first, all right, that is Pink Pantheress with Angel, and uh, not just any old song, uh, because it's from the Barbie movie.
1: I'm so excited. And I love this song. Have you, of course, you've uh, I've, listened I've... to it like fully. It has like a, an Irish part. like Yeah, <laughs> I wasn't that mad
0: on, on the Irish part. The, the...
1: And you hated the part in, in Caroline's politics where they have a, whatever it's called, uh, where she has a, a bagpipe. Oh, or... she says
0: bagpipes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're,
1: you're not like a good representation of your people.
0: Of the Celtic race. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> uh, I don't like the cause either, if that's any help. Well, or you two. Or, you know, dig I can dig deeper. Uh, this song is yeah, I don't know. Look, and now it's playing. <laughs> or the, listen potentially.
1: The the Irish part.
0: Yeah. Do you remember Bewitched? No. They uh, there were this uh, Irish uh, girl band from the nineties, they all wore like double denim. And I, did wish Irish they, I wish
1: they had a part in the Barbim album. <laughs>
0: uh so I was a little bit surprised when I saw Pimp Panther was doing this song. Why, is it a good fit?
1: yes and have you seen like the full like list well it's now we're talking as if it's like news but it's been out since may the the barbie album like people who collaborate list and thing but everyone is perfect i think whoever curated well everything that's related to this movie is, is perfect Like. Uh, the the brightest minds of our generation are working in this film and everything that's related to to it. Like I Spies and Nicki Minaj, the Harajuku Barbie are having like a a, a song. Um, of course, they have to like it, it's everything is produced by Ma- Mark Ronson. Like th- th- there can be no wrong. Dua Lipa, who is also playing a part in the
0: film, like, Mermaid Barbie. I, I believe. yes.
1: Uh. Everything is perfect, like.
0: So I was I was inspired by this, generally by um, Pink Pantherists, to go and have a look at the um, the trailer for the film, and it's quite a thing.
1: Oh, this look. Do you want me to do the rant? um, Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) no, no,
0: that's not a bad thing. Quite a film. It's like wow. I was just like, I, I can't quite believe it.
1: But the fact that people are kind of surprised or starting to maybe understand the hype of everything. Like, I saw a TikTok where a girl said that uh, a guy friend of hers was like, I don't really understand the hype about like surrounding the Barbie movie. Like, everyone who like in my circle of very intellectual and, and clever people are really hyped about it and I don't understand it. And the girl did like a, a whole rant on TikTok, which I think perfectly like encapsulated why there's this hype and everyone is like losing it when it, like thinking about this movie coming out. And I'm going to like paraphrase a bit what she kind of explained in her TikTok. If I if I find it, I maybe can link it when we post uh, the the episode, but she basically said that if you don't understand the hype surrounding this movie coming out, it's because you're not intellectual enough. Like, not in a bad way, but there's like this side of intellectualism, like the feminine anti-intellectualism, which it is basically this pushback um, against this increasing constraining standards for women um, and feminine presenting people. Like this whole like bimbo renaissance that we have been seeing like for at least a few this last few years or 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 months or whatever um that kind of appeals to this um this lifestyle that women and feminine presenting people like want to go to this kind of um side of of life where they're not held accountable for um inter- like intellectual responsibility because there's this well capitalism thing happening <laughs> where we're exploited um, a, too much, like too much production, too much everything. And, and it's like, okay, fuck everything. Um, I don't want to do anything. I want everything being, I want um, to not have a thought ever in my life. It's just like a like a rebellion kind of, like it's it's a performance. And I'm not saying it's like the best way to achieve, I don't know, change or whatever, but it's like, a response against this um hyper production capitalism um, patriarchal all the words um <laughs> all the bad all things the words. um and the absurdism of this kind of movie like a barbie movie where everything's being and it's the and not only it's a barbie movie it's also directed by Greta Gerwig which is who is like the best director um ever um, it obviously speaks to to this kind of target and and it has nothing to do with like people being like, oh, I didn't really play with Barbies when I was little. Like, oh, it's not for me or I'm I'm a guy. So this is like a girl's uh, movie. Well, it is a girl's movie, but it has nothing to do. Um, it's just you don't have a, it's not for you, not in the sense that you didn't play with Barbies, but in a sense where you don't have an enough, a good enough grasp of what is gender studies and the feminine discourse. And that's okay. You're under it, not above it. You're under it, and it's okay. Not everyone can understand it. And also, yes, I love Barbie, and I played with Barbies. That's why I want this movie, and that's it. My sally I also yeah.
2: played with Barbies. I mean, I have everything. In fact, um, I have uh, recently remodeled my home and uh, my my, pink, like my bath. <laughs> It's like the. Oh. It, it looks like the the toy I had with the, the where Barbie sit and do her makeup. <laughs> I mean, now I have kind of that. I mean, I it's that. it's a dream come true.
0: And are you into the film? I'm. Or will you super, be super
2: super into super into it? Because um as as Mar was saying, I'm sure that if there's someone who can um, make uh, all the all the different layers of depth that the character barbie can uh nowadays um i don't know what what all we we can deal with it as starting as with the barbie character as a starting point i mean gerta Gerwig is the one who can uh treat all these depth uh, all these layers uh, in a in a in a in the, in the way that we need to
1: only with the like two trailers that are out there's so many references (laughs) like niche specific like a second that you if you don't see it it's gonna fly by but if you like pay attention it's like oh my god she's such a genius
0: it does look pretty funny I'll I'll, (laughs) I'll give you that as far as I got basically (laughs) (laughs) Um, and is this gonna be the song of the summer Pink Panther's Angel
1: I think the album okay all the songs that are gonna come out are gonna be the the album of the summer.
0: Fair enough. Okay, I, I just wanted before we went on to, um, you know uh, how I have a real big thing about how I hate celebrities with big podcast deals.
1: <laughs> like us. <laughs> We're basically celebrities well, at this point.
0: No, no, but I really, really hate it. And that, like Megan and Harry, I got I no, know. nothing against them. Nothing against them. No. Uh, no, I watched the documentary, okay. and I had to conclude okay. I don't really know where I stand on it. I've got nothing against them, though.
2: Even when when Harry the Nazi uh, <laughs> dress, <laughs> she, uh, he talks about it. Yeah, he the, does
0: in the doc- He claims it was his brother's idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like he was. His like thing was like I was stupid enough not to know anything, so <laughs> I was told to do that, and it's like okay, the stupid card always like it comes comes in
0: handy. If you're anti-monarchy, anti-British monarchy, as I am, that mm-hmm. documentary is quite a difficult thing, because on the one <laughs> hand, you're sort of being invited to celebrate the monarchy. And on the other hand, it's basically like, well, we're bringing down the monarchy. I really don't know where I stand. <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, but no. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's it's very true. But anyway, look, there was good news for me, um, because they uh, they got a $20 million deal with Spotify. And I was like, come on. Come on. Um and because there's no, you know, there's no more, no room for more podcasts. Podcasts are finished. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> They're not finished, but there's no new ones.
2: Assume that they were not monetizing enough, of
0: course. Uh, no. But if
2: I was not uh, the, the, the the investment, they, well, they wouldn't recover it, so...
0: Well, they only made 12 episodes, so... Oh, my God. Yeah.
1: That's like more than a million an episode.
0: It is, yeah. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, low for us, obviously. But, uh, and uh, Bill Simmons, who is the Ring Up Podcast Network founder and sold his company to Spotify for 196 million in 2020 uh, and is currently Spotify's head of podcast innovation and monetization, although, frankly, he may not be after this interview. He said in a podcast um, that... Uh, all right, c- can I quote this? <laughs> I wish I'd been involved in the Meghan Harry Leaf Spotify negotiation the fucking grifters that's the podcast we should have launched with them
1: <laughs> and he said that literally yeah he did. yeah yeah yeah.
0: Uh, oh, i i've got okay. to get I guess drunk the
1: one sober. <laughs> Oh no it is it's finished it's finished <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i've got to get drunk
0: one night and tell the story of the zoom i had with harry to try and help him with the podcast idea it's one of my best stories fuck them the grifters
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuck them wow yeah
0: i know this is this is, this is quite strong so, yeah, that that's ended. Now we just <laughs> unseat Joe Rogan and we'll we'll be happy.
1: <laughs> wow, yeah. They kicked out Harry and Meghan before Joe Rogan. That's quite yeah. Awesome. I well, know. I guess Joe is bringing the numbers, so whatever.
0: Yeah. Um. Right, let's have a little song and then we'll talk about uh Sonar. All right, that is just a little snippet of Peggy Goo. It goes like na-na-na, uh, which I've introduced because we were kind of talking about songs of the summer and that might be one of them. Um, and she played Sonal, although uh, none of us saw her, so it's uh, <laughs> slightly irrelevant. But, um, Marta, you were there. I was there. Uh, what did you reckon? It's a,
2: it's a, it's a, very, it's a very general question. <laughs> <laughs> I might say that uh, I, uh, I might have seen Peggy Go because in the end I was late enough, ah. but I, I, I decided to stay with Honey John.
0: Oh, love Honey I love her too.
2: Though she had a bit of technical technical oh. issues, issues, she was not sounding awesome. Oh. To say it in a in a in a, in a way, uh, there was there was something with the, with the, with the bass that was making that was making making noise, but. What can we say about it? I mean, it was it was fun. It's always it's always fun.
0: Your big highlight was Viva Ray, right?
2: Oh, oh my God, she was amazing. Uh, I mean, I think that she was the the main reason uh, to for for me to to go to to go to, to Sonar at all. And for me, it was very rewarding to, to to see her. Her show was 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 amazing. I mean. Uh, it sounded great, and all the the mise en scene it was it was amazing with an with an with an all female uh, band with uh, a, a, a percussion section and uh, also uh, keyboards and then three singers who also uh, their movements were very choreographed in a in a not as an as in a dance choreography but all the movements all the way uh, how they move in the in the in the stage it was all thought about how they were dressed it was it was it was amazing it was and all was so coherent with this aesthetic of terror of uh, recently fever race work but even though it was so attracting. I don't know. It, it was it was amazing. I mean, I was bringing to the show some friends who were not as. Um, I mean, I compared them to the <laughs> to the Fever Ray faith because it was an amazing show. Though though you were you were not that. Uh, you do not share my enthusiasm that much, at least.
0: Well, I think we had exactly opposite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but no, in no, a no bad way. Because like basically, uh, Fever Ray followed Aphex Twitter. Those were the two things I really, really wanted to see. Um, and, uh, I went to see Aphex Twin and my mind was so utterly overcome. There's just so much stuff that basically, and it was so hot and so loud and so intense that after that, all I could do was sit outside for about 15 minutes. (laughs) Then I realized that Fever A was on and I went over to see Fever A, but it was just, it was just sort of, um, it, I, A, it was massively, massively full and B, I just almost couldn't listen to any other music after that just because, um, Apex Twin was so intense. It was just like, well, why, why have they only got one, one keyboard? What's, you know, what's that noise? You know, why? It just didn't make any sense to me. And that's not Veray's <laughs> fault. That's kind of Apex Twin's fault. But you hated Aphex Twin, or you didn't yeah,
2: like. Yeah, I, 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 I was pretty. Uh, it, uh, it was uh, you said as overwhelming as a positive thing, but, but for me, for me, what it, 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 was, it was not. It was, I don't know what. Um, what I like most of Apex Twin work, it's. Uh, his ambient music, and of course, uh, I already know. I I ask you, like in a <laughs> before, like in a kind of hopish way, <laughs> is there a chance that he's going to at least start? The, he said with a bit of mm, this mm, side of his his work, but but of course, of course not. And and as you were saying, it was. Um, and I have to say that I I, I left the the show the I, I uh, to get a, a big uh, a, get a good place and um, to, to see Fever Ray uh, well enough, I I left Apex Twin kind of early and some friends of mine who stayed there, they say that it got even much more hard mm. when I left and it was mm, pretty pretty hard uh, for me when I stayed there, like mm, hard techno, so, so intense, but f- f- it was overwhelming for me.
0: It was almost like he heard you asking for something ambient. It was just like mm-hmm. no, 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 absolutely. We're going, we're going the other way. The other thing I thought was like because it's such a big venue, it was really echoey, and then it was already really confused. Like it kind of made it even more. And my god, was it hot! Um, but quite a lot of people left, I think. Actually,
2: I think it. so. I think so. The visuals were 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 amazing. There was a there was this. Um, he was playing. Uh, he was into a cube, giant giant cube, and there was this confusion with what the images, the visuals that were on the cube and the visuals that were on the background. and I mean the, the visuals was was amazing and and, and it really suited the intensity of the of the of the rhythm. but but I think that that of course it was a, a show that wanted to to create, and, um, well, it was um, I don't know how to say. it's kind of I dare you to stay i, 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 I that was the feeling i and and i I, I lose I lost <laughs> I lost it.
0: I mean, it was it, there were moments when I was actually thinking, am I enjoying this? and <laughs> I, you know, I wasn't necessarily enjoying all of it, but it really stayed with me, and like the next day, I thought a lot about it, and I've been watching a lot of videos from it, and in a way, um, I'm not saying that enjoying yourself isn't important, but mm-hmm. sometimes that's that's kind of what I like. Things that just leave an impact. I'm mm-hmm. still thinking about this day. It's like what actually what actually happened.
2: I I I I completely agree with you, and I and I prefer much more um, the impact I got, even though it was I was not particularly enjoying it. But but as, as you were saying, I'm I'm not gonna easily <laughs> forget that and. Um, you know that we can easily forget some, some other shows. Mm-hmm. So I so I, I, I agree with you. Also, um, and you were saying how crowded it was. I think that from maybe it's maybe one of the from all the editions to Sonar I attended to and they are many, maybe never uh, there was so many people that early at Sonar the Nid at Sonar by Night. I mean, people was leaving sooner by day, pretty early to arrive to Apex Twin on time, which he was starting at at ten. Started early. It started early.
0: Yeah, um, no, I because I, I, I got there slightly late. I think it was going to be starting at ten, ten, ten. He started at like ten o five or something yeah. like that, and I actually finished early as well, which is crazy. And the queue outside was insane, and but we got there in the end. Um, Anything else you saw? that... Seemed- yeah.
2: Well, uh, also, I think that uh, Sonar by day on Thursday it, it had an, an an amazing an amazing lineup, and and I really wanted to to see One x Point Never, and and I really and I really enjoy it. And also, um, being um, I mean um, uh, he's an artist that I think that also something that he wants to and he has always looked for is not to, to uh, he fights indifference because um, his music also he looks this bit of discomfort he has always uh, look for this sensation but it's in a way that uh, it's more comforting for me that it's, a, <laughs> it's a discomfort I, 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 I like since maybe I'm not the, the, the way that Apex Twin approaches this same uh, idea, um, it's not a one that I can um, be on his side.
0: One thing I found really fascinating about both Aphex Twin uh, and One of Tricks Point Never is they drew massive crowds. Really? Uh, and I, I sort of, how, what do you see Sona as being these days? Because for me, it's at its best when you've got like experimental things on the one hand and you've got then big, big raves, you know, and it's quite hard to pull it off, but I think it does it well. I think.
2: Uh, I think that when, with 103 X point never, though, um, there was lot of lots of people at the entrance and lots of them, they were chatting and mm. there was lots of noise. I mean, it was a point, uh, I don't know, like 20 minutes uh, on the set that I think that they push up the volume dramatically because <laughs> <laughs> before there was too much people chatting. So... Of course, as in all festivals, these these big names um, attract a lot of a crowd that maybe is not that into their music, and also it, um, Sonar. I mean, it's an it's an experience, it's an experience to 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 enjoy, to to have fun, and I think that sometimes some some part of the crowd maybe I don't know. It's more for the enjoyment and not to to. For the experimental, for the experimental uh, part of it.
0: Well, I thought, for example, like um, Bollis Pupol um, and Charlotte Dujari, who played the massive outdoor stage. I thought they not soft a little because they went across very well but I, they, I, I lost quite a lot of them I far preferred them at the weekend when it was like a small kind of venue because I thought a lot of their, their subtleties got a bit lost
2: maybe but I think that they um, it was not easy for them to to play on on that stage especially for for I was saying because it was Clo- not closing the stage, but but almost closing yeah. the, the 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 first uh, sonar by by day. That maybe there were not a uh, very known act. For most of the people attending, and even though they managed to get the attention of people because are because they are great and and, the, yeah. and they they were great. Um, if you remember, uh, you, you were mentioning uh, their their show at at, at Primavera Weekender. Uh, they kind of uh, go down the stage and they get surrounded by people. They do not did that, but they jump into the um, into the. The pit? The, no, no, not, not not the pit. But they uh, they left the states and they approached the 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 pit. They were uh, in the in the loudspeakers, right? Onto the lights, loudspeakers, and so they were kind of. Uh, breaking the the barrier with uh with a uh, with between the stage and and the audience, literally, they really, I mean, they they work it, <laughs> they work yeah. it, and, and and then and they and they and they win the audience. I think they were there were great. There was a there was a girl that was <laughs> uh, behind me, which I I didn't know, and she was doing the whole <laughs> the whole show. She was screaming animal and I, I i'm not sure she was referring Bolis or charlotte because i mean they both were behaving like uh power animals i mean managing the crowd and so i think it was a triumph for them they, they and, and they were very 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 happy but it was not easy for them
0: yeah yeah i mean i, I think partly my problem not problem because uh, i enjoyed them but like i was kind of quite a lot I was quite far back.
2: I was front front line.
0: Ah, nice. Did you give them a wink?
2: No, <laughs> no, but uh, but nice videos.
0: <laughs> they know there. Um, and so yeah, I mean, what do you think? Like it's Sona's thirtieth anniversary this year. Happy birthday to them. Um, and I guess what role do you think they fill? Like the same as ever. The same. Um, a meeting place for electronic music, um, a big rave. I mean,
2: I, I'm, I think that it's more uh, a big, a big, a big rave. But I'd, I'd like you to to talk about the the Marina Herlop gig, which oh, I which yeah, I, which I missed, and and you and you were and you were there, and, and everybody is, um, talks that it was it was amazing.
0: It was. I mean, basically, that's the I think third time I've seen Marina Herlop, and um, for what I understood, basically, she wanted and Sona wanted to do something really different, so um although she's got this live setup she's been touring she she brought in a couple of flautists uh, and she brought in a castanet player and so she kind of reinvented her sound in that way in in and it was really really beautiful I mean like she's great anyway but like it was kind of being the, the having the ability to do that you know just a year after what the album was released and to kind of re, really reinvent it it was quite a thing I I, I was I was trying to about this with Philip and I was trying to think of a way to talk about her without without mentioning Björk because mm-hmm. Björk is such such a cliche every time you get like a female artist is sort of vaguely experiment, it's like yeah Björk 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 but then like Bringing in the flutes really made me think of Björk. (laughs) That tour that Björk did with like eight flute players. Um, And I love Björk. So that's a good thing. I mean, of course, it doesn't sound right, just like that. But that's sort of what made me think of it. But it was a real triumph. And like, I don't know, two, three thousand people there really full. I think she was really happy. And it was great.
2: And and I think that... um what i like about sonar most it's uh, the as you were mentioning the this this possibility of, of mixing these this these two this two sides of what electronic music can can be which is this 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 big rave this 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 non-stop party and then the the more experimental side of it and and of course um either if you're part of the audience that enjoys one thing or the other or if you can enjoy both at different moments i mean you 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 can you can find them and, and it's something that uh, that it's constant so thinking about the 30 year anniversary um well sonar keeps on being it's what it's always been and, and what it's essentially um, being which is mixing this this these two these two parts. I I either uh, enjoy uh, the, the shows by uh, combined by uh, no such thing and, and Daito Manabe and Ryoichi uh, Ikeda and also um the the for instance Mar I I'm, I think that you have uh you, you had uh you had love the the My Q DJ set which, uh, I mean, he was playing all uh, Beyoncé's renaissance uh, in in, in full, one song after the other, practically. I thought
1: the thing that would give me more FOMO would be Aphex Twin, because I know it's like special to see him live. He doesn't do that many live shows except this year. Um, But at the end, the thing that got me like FOMO was Mike
0: Q. A friend of mine was DJing somewhere else. I didn't see that. I kind of missed it. I really like Mike Q.
2: It was amazing. I mean, it was the this this full tent that is now Sonar Sonal Villa. This huge tent. It was it was it was full. People was dancing. I don't know. Um, I don't know if he uh, eventually made any movement because I was not there all the time. But where I when all the time I was there, uh, he was also only DJing. But all people was kind of mimicking, doing the best. <laughs> <laughs> All week, we can we can to, to to be to be part of the the, the ballroom uh, uh, culture and enjoying Beyoncé's Renaissance, which is what I I mean. If 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 I had to go to Sonar to finally go to a club and listen to Beyoncé's Renaissance uh, from top to bottom, I mean, it was worth it.
0: Were there drunk British blokes trying to Vogue? <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Were there drunk British people trying to vote? No,
2: uh, I, I do. I do think that there was less uh, international audience than, and I think that it was mm, that Sonar was more international oriented in the in the past. But maybe you can detect it more being uh, for your expat uh, condition. Mm-hmm. But but I think that I remember more British people that maybe they it was a. There was a crowd who was uh, in Sonar 10 years before that I think it was a crowd who enjoyed the uh, rave and the Hacienda movements when they were younger. And, and I think that maybe they are not coming back to the festival and, and now the audience is mainly uh, Spanish.
0: Well, I think, um, because the, I think Alfonso said when he closed, uh, when he did the press conference closing Primavera Sound Barcelona, there was a lot less British people. I don't think I'm inventing that. Um, and uh, it's it's quite obvious, really. Like, uh, Barcelona used to be a relatively cheap place for British people, and now the British economy's tanked. Yeah. And Barcelona's become more expensive. <laughs> it's quite an expensive place. It's like, uh, and it, it's as simple as that. And you have to wait for an hour in line at the passport control, which no one likes. But, you know. <laughs> Oh dear! Let's not get started on that. <laughs> uh, anything
2: else, Sona? Mm, yes, I mentioned to to Bendy Gisk also. He Ooh, was I like, the yeah. he, we we met there. In fact, we, we, didn't we? Or no, no? I, I, okay. didn't him, I didn't see. I didn't see him this time. Um, this amazing saxophone player, uh, also very very abstract. Very, it's uh, one of those shows that I get. Into the perfect concentration state that I think that it was required to enjoy it, and maybe that's what it lacked for me at AFX Twin. Maybe it was my fault that I was not able to enter that state of consciousness that some some acts require to enjoy them.
0: I I, I, I didn't see this gig, but I saw Bendik play. Uh, I think it was Mutek, and it was really really fabulous. Just like what the amount of power he has one person on stage with a saxophone It's unbelievable like just hypnotic exactly. Mesmeric. it's really quite
2: and sad. also um the way he looks i mean he has a so powerful image so
0: and i mean he's about six foot five he's, he's very tall and wears big big um heels as well it's, oh, yes. it's amazing right shall we listen to some fever ray okay this is candy uh, that's Fever A with Candy. Sorry, Fever A uses uh, they and them pronouns. Um, I don't think we, we got that quite right, but uh, yeah, apologies for that. Um, and from the wonders of Sonar onto the <gasps> horrors, the absolute <laughs> horrors. You know, when I was thinking of how much uh, Meghan and Harry got paid for podcasting, I was thinking like, I should get paid that for having to watch <laughs> this goddamn series because, I, well, I only watched one episode.
1: Just um, one. I watched two.
0: I mean, I thought one was my obligation and, you know, because I couldn't read it. Does it get a lot better in two?
1: I mean, we're talking about the idol. If yeah, someone sorry, is I mean, wondering. not
0: even mentioned it. Yeah, so, so they must know. I
1: think, yeah, I think, you yeah. But you can see that and everyone knows what we're talking about because everyone is talking about it. And I feel like kind of everyone agrees on what you just said. Like, it's horrible but at the same time Uh-oh. <laughs> I do love me some, some horror <laughs> like I am a horror fan and if you see it in that perspective like it's like a horror show like it's so bad you want to watch it and it will get worse and it's like yes I'm hooked give me more I want to see The weekend. able to or whatever he goes by now um, do the absolute worst um, acting acting like thinking he's the baddest of them all. Like I know he's doing a role, and I know what <laughs> acting is. I'm not stupid. I know that is not The weekend and I got I got that that uh, checked. Um, but I feel like not knowing personally The weekend but imagining his personality, he kind of feels like like he kind of enjoyed a little bit too much playing that role. Like yeah, I'm a bad boy too. And I'm gonna play a bad boy. He's so so bad. He's gonna do mischievous things and have sex with very beautiful women who are so out of their stand like their standard. Like yeah.
0: But right okay, okay, okay. Yes, but I thought the weekend was so bad that I'm literally Hooked. No, I'm literally (laughs) I don't think I can listen scared. to the music ever again. Oh, Yeah, me, too. I, 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 me I, too. I really like The Weeknd. He's made some incredible music. His last time was great. I don't think I can listen I to it again. I don't think I can I'm do just it again. i see 10 yeah. doing that yeah. dance, you know.
1: It's, it's, yeah, it's going to be cringy now. Like, oh my God. Are you think? Like, but at the same time, this feels like we don't understand what acting is. But we do. But do we? <laughs> like, we do. But it, was it acting? Like, it's so bad. I feel like he was, he is the one who doesn't understand and he's like, kind of playing an alter ego of himself like if I wasn't a singer I would be this but at the same time I'm projecting maybe I don't know the thing is what I think what I I don't agree with the whole the idol discourse is like I'm okay with TV shows not having like a morale always like I'm okay no with, no,
0: no 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 no, fine
1: People having sex and sex selling and it being commercial, and people watching um, TV shows just because there's hot people in it, and famous cast, and Ginny from mm, Blackpink. But the thing that makes this show bad, it's not that it doesn't have a morale and it's not like it doesn't have like social criticism and and, and blah blah blah. Which would be good too if it was that way, but if it's not, it's also like okay. I think it's like just, it's genuinely just bad. Like you could make a, uh, oh, like more or less show and make it more enjoyable, like better. I don't know how to explain.
0: Well, I think one of the, like we're talking about, you know, the weekend and obviously he is acting, but like, uh, I don't think he's exactly pushing himself out that far. And, like, there was a moment, for example, in episode one. Of course, it's all in episode one because that's what I saw. Do you remember when he's like talking about Prince? He's like, pop music is the ultimate Trojan horse. Do you ever listen to Prince? And I could just imagine, like, he, you know, that was like, I really want to get a reference to Prince into it. It's like, oh, come on, dude. Come yeah, on. Like, it was yeah. totally cringy. It was just like, I like Prince, therefore I am cool, and of course, like like Lily Rose Depp went. Yes, I also like Prince, therefore. <laughs> and it was just like, oh god. And do you know my least like? Okay, there are a few sort of pretty dodgy moments, but there was one horrible moment which I just detested, when like Ted Ross turns up. At, I can't even remember the name of the um the, the 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 main character. Jocelyn. Joss, to me, I mean, you know. Joss,
1: exactly. Ted
0: Ross turns up at Joss's house for a date, right? Mm-hmm. And she leaves him alone downstairs, and he's sort of wandering around, and he he basically. Uh, he takes a bit of uh, cocaine, I assume. It was some mm-hmm. kind of white powder. And then, like, he snorts his bogeys down the back of his nose. <laughs> it was disgusting. <laughs> it was so... All right, mate. And then he, like, looks at his teeth. You're like, Jesus.
1: And it's supposed to be, like... Uh, the character is supposed to be that way. So, kind of... It, it could be, like, complimented. Like, whoa, you made it. It made You made it disgusting. But I don't know what is missing for me. I... Because it's what we're saying kind of seems that it doesn't make sense because it's like yeah the the bad guy is supposed to be a little bit disgusting and he's like a a club promoter owner thing and and he's not supposed to be
0: appealing, ah, but yeah. he's supposed to be appealing in some way in some isn't, way, isn't yeah, he?
1: because like the biggest pop star in that world is attracted to him, so it it has to have some kind of appeal so. I don't know. And the other thing I hated about the first episode, I I watched the first and the second, but uh, about the first one, and it's something that bothers me, not in The Idol, but every time when it's not well done, because to me, it's the base of a good show or a good storyline, is the the character development from when um Jocelyn sees um, Tedros for the first time. She's kind of disgusted. She's like, oh my god, this cringy club owner is talking to me and acknowledging the fact that I'm in his club and now he's putting the spotlight on me. Oh my god, kill me. I don't want this man to touch me. And then five seconds later, after she's thinking all that and you can see it in her face, she's kind of disgusted by him, they're dancing together and just in one song, which is like a stupid song, like an 80s song, like why is that song Excuse playing? Excuse me, it's in not
0: that... a stupid, song, it's like a Madonna classic. Yeah, that's, isn't it's a Madonna like a classic, Madonna. whatever. But it, it's it, a stupid how, song. It's a stupid song in,
1: in that context. Like it should be like some electronic music if you want me to believe that's an actual club. In what club are they that Madonna is playing like at night at like 3 a.m. or I don't know, it. it Or is it, like, a memorial, like, throwback clap? Or, well, whatever. Um, And then they're dancing to that and she falls in love, like, in that spot five seconds before she was disgusted. Like, I need a a good development. Give me a reason why she changed her mind. Like, make it make sense. And they didn't.
0: I think my problem was I didn't care about any of the characters. I really didn't care. Like, um... I didn't care if like Joss got better, I didn't care if she had it way with Ted Ross, I didn't care. I re- I just didn't care. They all Well, okay, no, that's slightly like the first 20 minutes I thought was all right because you've got like a lot of really good actors doing, you know, and it was quite funny in a way. The first I mean a bit disgusting but quite quite funny, you know, because they're dealing with this massive uh problem. Uh, or not problems it turns out in in Joss's professional career and she's got all these you know her manager and live agent and all that thing kind of come and like there was good actors and i quite enjoyed it but like um the main character i just didn't care about like i found like i was annoyed by Joss mm-hmm. I was certainly annoyed by Ted Ross and I was really annoyed by Le- uh, Leia, her uh, assistant. assistant. Yeah, who's <laughs> such a cliche. It was like, yeah. Charles, where are you? Yeah. Oh, are you got going to get up at eight in the morning? Oh, I feel like
1: I love the actress that does the this role, um, but I, I was so confused because she's kind of acting in a different TV show, like in an ironic one where like stereotype characters yeah, yeah. are like funny and then there's um, Lily Rose on the weekend playing in another show where it's kind of serious and it's like well I'm confused but I, I think I have it my conclusion and I don't have anything else to say about the show because everything has been said but to me what I think bothers me is that they're trying to be oh all this provocative like yeah the the glass generation everyone is so offended by everything and we're gonna like punch that and and do very something very provocative but to me it's not provocative enough to be considered as provocative like art and it's just tame and it's not good enough to just be tame and it's like either you go all the way or you do something different but it's not what you think it, it's not what you think you're doing it's not giving what you think you're giving
0: I know you said that was your last thought, but I've got one, one, hmm. one thing that interests me: that the why I think we both we both enjoyed Euphoria, right? Yeah. Obviously, by by Sam Levinson, and it has some of the same things, and it. it has a lot of um, yeah you know, um, debauchery and, and kind of things like that, and sex and drugs and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, and we did not enjoy the Idol. No. I've I've got a theory, but I want to hear what you think. Why do you think Euphoria works and the Idol doesn't?
1: I I thought about this too. Like, was it not critical enough about Euphoria? Like, Euphoria is not perfect, but I did enjoy it, and I was looking forward every week for the new episode. And this, and with the Idol, I will watch till the end. But it's not something that I, I'm on my edge to see the next one. And uh, I don't know what. Uh, uh, you tell me what you think because I haven't reached like a conclusion. But I. Did think about this?
0: I I think there was well there was a, there was a few things and like on the one hand um, the euphoria actors are all really good
1: but Lily Rose is really good it just she's she has to play a role that is not good enough
0: but but the weekend is not no the and he's weekend got a is very horrible. very pivotal role mm-hmm. um, and there are very good actors in the idol but like he really yeah, really lets he messes it down it up, yeah. and like. Uh, everyone in Euphoria is really good, mm-hmm. you know. Really, really. Um, also, um, I the script wasn't as good. Horrible. I think maybe the most important thing is it's like it's like when you've got like a big star, you know, and a nightclub owner. It's like, well, of, of course they're kind of going to do all that kind of stuff, you know, because like they're adults and they're kind of, mm. you know. Whereas, like with Euphoria. Um, it it's not such a cliche, maybe, and you've got kind of like, and it's a high
1: school like drama show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is a cliche, but it it gives something like, or at least it feels like it pays homage in a very, it pays homage and it makes it like our time, like a high school show, a drama high school show of the twenty of twenty twenty three or twenty twenty or whatever the years were when Euphoria came out. Um, but this is like a stereotypical show too like a pop star or a a person who's really famous and their difficult life which is a show we have seen before and it's played many times but it doesn't do like a great homage to this kind of show to this kind of like narrative like I feel like it falls short in many ways
0: Are you going to watch any more?
1: Yeah, of course I'm gonna finish it.
0: Oh right, I'm I'm not.
1: <laughs> I love the song. I must see I have it in my head. it's stuck all day. Like I'm just a freak. Yeah. Like I, I, w- on one hand, I'm like oh, f- fuck the idol. Like I, it's horrible. And then the other, uh, the other side of my brain, it's like I'm just a freak. Yeah. Well, you know you want
0: me. I was about. Well, should we listen to yes, a, a, a bit of that song? <laughs> uh, Lily Rose Depp, world class singer. At slash, I'm a freak. All right, Lily Rose Depp, world-class in a stroke. I'm a freak. That's enough of that. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, uh, no, that isn't it because we're going We're going to Rat Girl Summer. What the hell? No, heck? man. Uh, uh, why
1: did you look at the script? Oh, my God. I'm so
0: sorry. All right, we're not going to that. We're going to you explaining what's hot on the internet right now. Uh.
1: It's literally there, it's literally there in bold, bold (laughs) text. Damn it, I should have like kept it blank. Okay, I have three concepts um, that are like new probably to you and in the internet because it's been so long since we did this because we've been so busy, like businesswoman (laughs) um, having to do a lot of interviews and keeping up with the people that employ us, with this Primavera sound. Um, I've
0: been moving a barge around in the Suez Canal. What? (laughs) My new speciality, (laughs) moving barges around in the Suez Canal. Another one got stuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
1: my God. Um, So, a lot of terms um, uh, came in the internet, and I think you have to keep up, because if not, you will be another (laughs) white man who doesn't have uh, internet knowledge and is not in touch with, with culture.
0: I mean, that's fair enough. So I fair enough to- <laughs> yep. Uh, I mean...
1: <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, yep. So Tick. what... <laughs> what do you want to know? I have three concepts for you to discover and you can choose the order because um, you have a voice and a choice um, because it's your show also. Um... <laughs> <laughs> What do you, I, I wanted to make it like um, so mysterious, but do you want to know about this kind of girl summer that we're having? It's rat girl summer because Ben already said it. <laughs> um, what do you want to know about Riz? And you might not know what that is. And or do you want to know about beige flags, which also you don't know anything about?
0: I've got, I've got, um, I've got my order of priorities worked out. Firstly, rat girl summer. Okay. Secondly, beige flags. Okay. And thirdly, Riz. Okay. Is that, does that work?
1: It go, works perfectly because Riz is the shorter one. Okay. Um, okay, so this can... It's very important. I feel like it's been a tradition here to explain what kind of girls summer we're having each year. So girls, listen up. This is a rad girl summer. What does that mean? It's very important. And um, Lola at Lola, Lolaokeola... Okay, at tiktok came up with it and i think once again the brightest minds of our generation are the people with access um to with a tiktok account and and internet internet girlies are the ones who are like pushing it forward in society and she said this is a, a rat girl summer um which means that we will be scurrying um We'll see us scurrying about outside in the sunshine, nibbling on our little snacks and finding ourselves where we have no business being at. It sounds really (laughs) Roden-like to me and I'm really into it. And she also, like, if you feel lost still with this um, definition, she made a list of things um, that you have to take into account um, if if you want to be part of the Red Girl Summer community. First of all...
0: Which I do. Yes, (laughs)
1: Yes, <laughs> both of us will follow this list um, to to the spot. Um, first of all, you have to go outside. You cannot scurry in bed. You cannot scurry on your couch. You need to leave your home. You have two days. She allows two, two days a week maximum to be allo- allotted for decaying. The while you're scrolling on TikTok or whatever, and being watch The Idol or whatever <sighs> you're Don't watching. <laughs> and the while the rotting in your bed you need to but. Only maximum two days a week. Other than that, you have to be outside. You need to live. You need to go do and um, your little mischievous things outside. Um, second of all, nibbling on our little snacks. What does that entail? She says, we're eating and enjoying eating, which means no toxic diet culture like bikini season, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Just eat, she says, eat nourishing meals so you can make mischief and cause mayhem like a rat. And for finally, kill the cringe. The, ki- the cringe is over and no overthinking. That's done. That's over. You, and to back up that um, idea, she says, You think rats think twice before <laughs> stealing a, a slice of pizza and scurrying across the subway pro- no. platform? Hell of hell no. Of course not. We're <laughs> We're rat girl summer. This, this is over. Done. Finito. Um, did you get the list, um, the important things? Are ah. you ready for Red Girl Summer? Because today is the first day of Red Girl Summer. It's it's the summer solstice or whatever it's
0: called. Isn't that tomorrow?
1: No, I think it's today. 21st of June, I think it's the first oh, day right. of summer. Excellent. So congratulations. It's summer. So your Red Girl Summer era. Yes, I'm begun. definitely up
0: for that. Definitely up for that.
1: Okay, next up, now that you're all ready for summer, um, I need you to know the uh, the concept beige flag because right. n- by the end of it you will have a test and you will have to answer <laughs> me um, okay so this um, is a term that basically like red flags you know what it is yes, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. dude yeah. has a red flag um, like it's called his, Ben
0: for example
1: <laughs> yeah being called Ben or being mean to your mom red flag over by don don't talk to me but a best flag is kind of something that if you tell me it will make me like pause 3 seconds in the conversation and be like okay that's weird but okay it, it really doesn't affect me that much for me to not want to talk to you ever again um but okay weird um best flag um and there are see, uh, these I, I i got these examples from um, an article on the cat that basically explained be- best flags too, and and she had like Mia Mercado who is, uh, has this column on on the cat. She had these examples, and a lot of them are very funny. And I want you, by the end of it, so you can start thinking, what is your best flag? I will tell you mine, and then okay, you tell okay. me yours. So a, a few examples are, for example, one girl who said, like, my best flag is that, to me, cash is not money. Cash is a coupon. I bought a coffee with cash. It was free. Got my nails done and paid in cash, also free. I cannot see the dollar am- amount leave my bank account, then no money was wasted. Best and flag. I, <laughs> best flag. And I kind of understand it. Maybe I have that best flag, too, but I don't pay with cash ever, so it doesn't have to me. Also, another one said like my best flag is I haven't seen most of the classics. Titanic, no. Star Wars, no. Marvel, too lazy for that. The Office, Friends, Twilight, Grey's Anatomy, no, 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 no. Like, um, I'm um, she can be bothered. That's her best flag. I haven't seen Star Wars either, so.
0: Yeah, yeah, we've discussed this. Now. <laughs> my uh, best flag. I really don't wrench, care about honest, that. TV. Yeah,
1: and this one to me maybe it's my favorite because a lot of these best flags are girls doing the best flags of their boyfriends. Um, and one of them said, "My boyfriend's best flag is that he sets timers instead of alarms. It's midnight and he needs to wake up at six. He'll set a six-hour timer."
0: <laughs> this, this. <laughs> it really fits you. Like if you said you do that, <laughs> I would believe it. <laughs> What the hell do you mean? That's one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. I don't like that at all, that, that, that this person's boyfriend does. I do not like that. I, and I certainly do not do that. I have an alarm on my phone and I set it. That's so weird. Why would you set a six hour timer? Why would you do it? Best
1: flag, but would you stop talking to someone? No,
0: no, no, no. I'd it's continue the with flag. the re- relationship as it was. I'd be like, oh, that's a bit weird.
1: Do you want to know my best flag? Yes. I auto diagnosed myself as allergic to avocados. I think I don't need to go to a doctor to know that I think I know my body well enough (laughs) to feel like I feel like I am allergic to avocados. I don't need someone with a like license in medicine to tell me that I know myself well. (laughs) Way too well. And everyone is like, you cannot make that up and I like, look at me, I'm doing it. Like, watch me. You can't stop me. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Beige. Beige. <laughs> I'm taking. Beige. I'm taking a second it's, to think about it.
1: Yeah, it's the three second.
0: And it's like, okay, I'm going to continue. I've, I've considered <laughs> exactly. things. It's not bad, but I it's I really not...
1: don't agree. But yeah, you cannot change it.
0: Um, I, I actually, I was thinking of one, and I've got one. I'm not quite sure of this. If this okay. qualifies, I didn't have that long to think about it. Okay, but my beige flag is that I hate bananas, but I like banana flavored things.
1: I love that. And I, do you want to know that I buy your best flag, and I will appropriate it because I also don't like bananas. And I also, <laughs> after I diagnosed myself as allergic to bananas yes. a, a few years back. Mm. But now I came out as banana, banana friendly. Even though I don't like them, I can eat banana flavored things because I'm not allergic. Turns out. I'm just allergic to avocados. Avocados <laughs> will not be I am not avocado friendly. I'm sorry, my body is against them. And biologically against avocados.
0: Wave those beige flags. And also I might may, I maybe this is the second part of this. I love coffee, but I hate coffee flavoured things.
1: Oh, why? I love coffee-flavoured things. Oh, coffee okay?
0: Coffee sweets are awful. Like coffee, when you put them in chocolate, it's, like, oh, it's a terrible thing.
1: Base flag. Base Everyone flag. loves coffee-flavoured things.
0: We've just got a second, I mean, I literally can... two minutes.
1: Okay, finally, um, the word "race" is just a definition. Yes. Um, apparently people are now talking about, because all of these big... Be- came out of, well, I saw it because of a BuzzFeed um, interview with um, Tom Holland, and they asked him, what's the secret to your risk And he had, I have no wrist whatsoever. And they were talking about pulling Zendaya. What does Riz mean? Riz is short for charisma for some reason, and it has caught on. People are really talk, like using it as a word. Even Tom Holland, who has like very few internet access, apparently, because he manages social media so badly, he knows this word. So we have to know this word. So when you want to talk about like being a good flirt or having game, you talk about Riz. And according to TikTok, um, Riz lords. Um, can be people like just uh, Jack Carlo and Omar Apollo, and maybe yeah. me. That's quite a catch that's, me this summer. I'm a
0: wrist lord. That's quite a random. Can you have a rat girl summer and be a wrist lord? Yeah, okay. I think so
1: because it's kind of mischievous, like
0: okay. a rat. Jack Carlo and Omar Apollo seems weird to to bring together. But I so. kind
1: of understand it. Like both of them are very different, but one thing they have in common: the wrist.
0: The wrist. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, it, our, our time has come to the end. Um, yep. I'm I'm up to date with what it says on, on the internet. I, yep. feel, I feel good. Um, we didn't get to talk about JDG. I'm going to say maybe we will next time, but also we probably will just get carried away and won't. But you never just, know.
1: Just listen to the album yourself, people.
0: No, but I've got things to say. I can't, we can't have people listening to the album. People,
1: the of- you have homework. Listen to the album and next week... We will tell you what to think about exactly, the album. Exactly, exactly. And
0: if you think anything different, there'll be trouble. <laughs>
1: You'll be punished.
0: <laughs> All right, let's play it with JDG, uh and Meant to Be. See you next week.